Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality with mind mastery, emotional management, and meditation. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey, ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's podcast, where I'm hoping I am finding you swiftly moving in the current. If you're not swiftly moving in the current, it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So I've been listening to a friend of mine um, podcast. I'm only calling her a friend because I just have been just um, absorbing at a high rate of speed her podcast, her information, her courses, her everything. And uh, today I listened to her podcast when I was at work this morning and it's all about shifting. It was all about, um, if you've heard and if you're out in the spiritual world and you're, you're hanging out with any people who are uh, kind of on top of the spiritual shift that's happening, you will be understanding that there's what they're calling a new earth. And energy shifts things and people. There was a, a, a theory, actually it's not a theory, it has been proven, um, but I will tell you this little story to kind of get you on board here. It's kind of how the collective energy works. There's an island full of monkeys, like little spider monkeys, and there's fruit trees that these monkeys eat from. And then a hundred miles away, there's another island with the same monkeys and the same fruit trees. And one day, one monkey climbs up in the tree, takes a piece of fruit, brings the fruit down to the ground, goes to the water and starts to wash the fruit and then sit on the beach and start to eat it. Then the next day, two monkeys do the same thing. Then the next day, three monkeys, five monkeys, nine monkeys, 12 monkeys, and they all start doing the same thing. All because one monkey started. And then a hundred miles away at a different island, it happens the same way. A monkey goes up in the tree, climbs down or gets a fruit, climbs down, goes to the water and rinses the fruit. What they have deemed that to be is the collective energy. If you've ever thought, uh, ever thought a thought or had an idea, that idea came from this collective energy. Like there is nothing new. I have a hard time understanding this concept and I'm, I'm getting to my point here already. I'm off on this weird tangent as I'm trying to digest what this other lady uh, that does these podcasts, what she is talking about. And I understand it. I understand the collective energy. I understand this. And this happened to me, man, I have all these stories rolling around in my head. So just let me try to iron all this out. So stay with me for a second. There is going to be a nugget in today's podcast. So as you understand that this island of monkeys and then has an idea and then this island of monkey kind of picks up the same collective energy, those ideas were already circulating in this, this energy field. Like we don't live in a vacuum. There's energy in the air. If I have, it's just like when you share a thought with somebody, you have an idea and they're like, oh, I was just thinking that same thing. That's because you both were receiving that energy and you're both were shifting and basically tuned into the same energy wavelength, like tuned into the same radio station. Okay. 
when this is happening, real shifts can start to happen on our planet. So there's a lot of spiritual leaders right now that are saying there's a shift happening. And it's anywhere in the next, you know, 6, 8, 12, 24 months that this new earth is starting to take place. So if you step back far enough in your mind and you see the planet and you see this collective energy that is surrounding the planet, that collective energy is starting to shift. This is how those big fads start happening where if you're old enough, you've lived through the 60s, all of those things, the bell bottoms and those colors and beads and long hair. And then the 70s where everything was rust orange brown and dark green. And then the 80s where the music was great and your hair was big. The 90s where the music started to shift and neon colors started to take place, right? So we start to say that things start shifting and changing like every decade. So what I'm seeing though, and what I'm understanding is if I, if I go back even 15 years and I remember when I was starting to learn about meditation and manifesting the law of attraction, I remember asking people, like I'm trying to find my people. I'm trying to find my peeps. I want to talk about this stuff. I want to, I want to learn about it. I want to engage with it. I want to find other people that were, that understood what I was understanding or trying to understand. And I would ask people, have you ever heard of the law of attraction? They're like, no. And I had someone else, you ever heard of like, you know, meditating and manifesting? They're like manifesting. Nobody knew. Nobody knew anything about anything. And actually this was probably more like 20 years ago. And now there's thousands of apps that you can learn how to meditate and you can learn about manifesting. You can learn about the law of attraction. And that becomes the new earth. And now people are understanding what meditation is. I told you when I went to my first meditation class, I laughed through the whole thing. I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. And then when I first learned about chakras, I thought those were the stupidest things ever. And I started learning about Reiki and, and natural healing. That was the stupidest thing ever, right? And that is kind of how it goes. You think of this island of monkeys over here and all these other monkeys are like, that's the stupidest thing ever. Just eat the fruit, climb the tree and eat the fruit. Why are you taking it all the way over there and rinsing it? That's dumb. We can eat dirt. And then you know, a hundred miles away, there's the other island. Oh, that's so stupid. Why are you doing that? That is the resistance to change. And we all go through it even when we want change. So these last couple of weeks, Amy and I have been going through like a, some really holy moly. I have been completely absent from the podcast. My apologies for that. But man, I always have to feel like I have to get my head on straight before I pick up the microphone and start recording. And I don't, and then there's this part of me that's like, just be real, just be transparent. And I feel like I have shared some stories with you that, that people in my family, my life, my day-to-day -day life, my, my parents, my brother, don't even know about me. And I've shared these stories with you. I know they're not going to listen to my podcast. And I'm hoping that the things that I do share with you gives you a little bit of insight, not, a, not even just into my life, but just insight into life in general, that there's somebody way over here on the planet that could possibly be experiencing or has experienced something similar to what you're going through and hopes to give you some sort of inspiration. And as I keep hearing about this new earth, I'm realizing that I am resisting the change. I am resisting this new shift that is happening. I am one of the monkeys that is standing back going, this is a stupid idea. And I know that it's not a stupid idea. I promote change. I, I help people make significant change in their lives. I inspire them. 
I stand right next to them. I give them the support and the foundation to stand on to help them make that those big shifts. And I want a big shift to happen in my life, but yet there's that part of me that resists it. And that part of you is your subconscious mind. It wants to keep you safe. It's survival. And so those monkeys in the trees that are eating the fruit while this little monkey runs off to go rinse his fruit and they're like, don't do it. That water is poisonous. You can't mix the two. You're going to be an outsider if you do that. You're going to be made fun of. Well, when I was learning about manifesting and the law of attraction, I stopped talking about it with other people. I stopped bringing it up. I stopped, I stopped using those words out in public because people were like, what in the world are you talking about? Are you one of those woo-woo tree huggers? Are you one of those people that you are like believing in the universe? Are you, are you one of those people, Jen? Because man, I sure liked you. And if you're going to be one of those people, right? And I've never been one to really care about what people think about me. But of course, deep down, I, I don't want to go all the way over to the opposite side. You know, I want to be liked, but yes, I want to be authentic. And, I, and so my point to all of this is to help you to understand that change is necessary for the evolution of the human beings on this planet and the evolution of the earth on this planet. You know that we are facing some really, really big struggles right now. The, the pandemic, COVID-19, lockdown, quarantine, wearing masks, closing businesses, you know, we're being forced to be with our families for hours and hours on end when there wasn't any school and kids were virtual and, and we have to figure out how to live in the same household again. And suicide rates went through the ceiling and domestic abuse rates went through the ceiling and, and um, medications, all of a sudden the pharmacies were inundated with people, you know, renewing meds or getting on meds or, you know, and, but we didn't know how to deal with those things. We didn't know what we were doing. You're, you're doing what now? What do you mean I can't leave the house? What do you mean I have to wear a mask? What do you mean my kids have to be home every single day, all day long in my house, wondering when they're ever going to go to school again? So all of these things happened, but it is all part of the evolution process. It is all part of us stepping into ourselves and going, do I want to go or do I want to resist? And remember, when you resist, you tend to acquire this energy, like these energy stoppers in your life. You tend to acquire these, I want to say like energy flow blockers because the energy wants to flow through your body. The energy wants to move freely, just like the water through the hose. It is designed to allow water to move swiftly and easily from one end where the spigot is to the other end where your garden is. And if it's not doing that, then it's blocked up and it builds this pressure. Well, it's no different than in our bodies. It's no different. The energy of life force wants to move through your body easily and effortlessly. It wants to move through the crown chakra. It wants to start through the root chakra. It wants to connect you so you can feel joy. And what I'm understanding, what I'm learning right now is that I am resisting that change. I, I wait, no, wait, I promote the change, right? I encourage the change in women. I, I've been working with, with women and their body image. I've been working with women and their emotional state. I've been working with women and they're mastering their mind and, and empowering them to make choices that are better for them. And I'm resisting the change. 
Okay, well, in case you didn't know, I am human, I have emotions, I'm also a woman, I'm a parent, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, right? And an aunt. And I'm all of these things and I still have these emotional setbacks where I'm just digging my feet in and I'm like, don't go, don't take me, I'm not going. And it's always interesting to me when I go through that, but yet over here I'm promoting it. So I just want you to know that I'm human too and I'm still trying to figure this out. The last couple of weeks that I've been missing from doing my podcast, Amy and I have been going through some really weird stuff. We went to an expo in Grand Rapids on, uh, I don't know when that was, October or the end of October. And then that, we get home Sunday night from, from Grand Rapids and uh, we pick up the boys and we're home and we just do our normal stuff and we get home, right? Monday we go to work. Bye, love you, see you later. Everybody goes to school. She goes to work. And about two o'clock... In the afternoon, Amy calls me from her cell phone, which is weird because it's in the middle of the day. She works at a dentist's office. It's in the middle of the day. She's, she's um, usually doesn't call me from her cell phone. If anything, she calls me from the work phone. So I'm like, I thought that was kind of weird. So I answer the phone and she is like, not herself on the other end. You have to come get me, she says. And I said, okay. I said, honey, what's the matter? What's going on? And she's like, I am dizzy. I am sitting on the floor in the bathroom at work. You have to come get me. And I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. You know, I just kind of change clothes and sort of do something with my hair. And, and I grab my keys and I peel out of the driveway, right? And I go to her and I see her and I get there and she is sitting on the floor in the bathroom at work. And I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, can't open her eyes without throwing up. And she is like, sort of like she's going to pass out, sort of like she's just going to throw up, sort of like she's going to fall down. Just I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. She's dizzy. She can't open her eyes without getting sick. And so I'm like, okay, so I don't know what's going on anyway. So we, we finally get her out of this. It's a lower level. So she has to take the stairs. Moving is really difficult. She's got her eyes closed. We're kind of guiding her and getting her out to the car. We end up taking her to ER. And if you are any aware of what this possibly could be or have ever heard of it before, it's called vertigo. And she had a very serious case of vertigo. And she ended up, we couldn't go into the ER with her because the ER was, was full and lots of people. And so they were not letting guests or visitors in and until she got admitted into a room or something, if that was the case. And so she spent about three and a half hours sitting with a bucket in the waiting room at the hospital. And I had gone home. Then... I ended up going back to get her. They had given her some uh, like motion sickness and vertigo type medication to kind of help with that. Of course, if you know about vertigo, it's, it has to do with the inner ear and the fluids in the inner ear that help balance the body and the vestibular part of the body. And that was out of whack. And she had, had something that felt like this buzzing or this ringing in her ear. And she kind of like stuck her finger in there and rolled it around and then kind of shook her head. Well, anyway, she shook some crystal or something loose that balances a fluid and then that was it and and off she went so don't shake her ear if you if you have any problems so anyway it was a very very severe case of uh vertigo then now fast forward through the week it was very slow kind of coming back from that she was still very hesitant she was very scared terrible 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 feeling a loss of control a loss of control i don't know what is going to happen to me i can't open my eyes i can't walk on my own if I open my eyes, I'm looking at the inside of a bucket. Nobody likes throwing up, right? Loss of control. Then, now, that week slowly started getting better. Now, fast forward to that following Monday, Tuesday. 
I'm at work and I work for a resort where they have these cute little cabins. There's 13 different cabins and I work with this person. We get along usually pretty good. We're lots of laughing, lots of joking and whatever. And I work with this other woman and um, it's, it, I really love it. It gets me out of the house, away from the computer. It's very physically intensive, you know, uh, a cleaning and cleaning cabins and, and making beds and all that stuff, just housekeeping, right? But I do love it. I love working there. I love being the in and out of the cabins. I love the outdoors. The setting is fantastic. It smells great right now in the fall. It's great for me to get out of my house and be around some other people and do some physical stuff. So I'm at this job and uh, it's Tuesday morning and we're there getting our stuff ready and filling our supplies and our buckets and our caddies and all this stuff. And then we go up to one of the cabins and well, I, I'm, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I knock something on the floor and I bend over to pick it up and my back locks up and I go right to the ground. I hadn't even started anything. Like literally I had been there for maybe an hour filling up our stuff, loading up our cars, getting stuff ready and going off to these cabins. So I'm like, I try to stand up and I can, but it's very, 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 very painful. It's very tight, you know, and I get to this point where if it gets all the way to a 10 and the pain and it locks up all the way, I can't walk and I'm like stiff as a board. And the only way I'm comfortable is if I'm laying straight down on something hard without engaging my core muscles, which of course, that's the center of you. So you know you have to engage your core if you're going to walk or move or go to the bathroom or anything. And it's very, very painful and it's very uh, fear invoking. So now I come home, I lay on the floor, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. And again, now this is week two, right? And then uh, I go a couple of days. I'm out of work for four days. I do go in on Thursday for a couple of hours. It's very painful, but I can sort of move. And as long as I stay upright, I'm okay. If I'm not bending and making beds or carrying heavy things, I'm okay. So that's week two. Now we're heading into week three and we're having some relationship issues in the household. And I won't go into a bunch of detail with that, but it's like we stand back and we're looking and we're trying to figure out like our youngest son, Cameron, we're trying to like, what is going on? Like, why are we like oil and water right now? Why are we not mixing and melding? And here's, here's what I came up with. So loss of control on her end with vertigo, loss of control on my end with my back. So I'm very frustrated because now I can't work and I can't do the things that I want to do. And so I'm very frustrated because I want, I'm, I'm very determined. I have lots of energy. I have lots of things that I want to do. And here I'm stuck and I can't, I can move, but it's very limited. I can't carry anything. I can't bend over. I can't, you know, it's hard to go up and down the stairs, all those things when you're in pain. Right. So anyway, and now we're having these relationship issues with our youngest. So what the flap, right? Well, in this loss of control space, like that's kind of the running theme it also makes sense when you go back to the monkeys and you see this one monkey climb down the tree with this piece of fruit and go to the water and rinse it off before he eats it. The rest of the monkeys are like, what are you doing? That's stupid. And part of that is I can't control, I monkey, monkey two, I can't control monkey one. And it frustrates me. I can't, what are you doing? That's stupid, right? It's just like, Jen, what are you doing? That's stupid. What are you learning? What's this new thing? Reiki, what does that mean? Energy healing, what the heck is that? That's stupid. Because we fear change. And we fear loss of control. And as Cameron, who's, you know, he's a month and a half away from turning 13, if you know any kids who are between 12 and 13 and 14, 15, all of that is they're gaining their independence. 
Their throat chakra is starting to develop stronger and stronger, which is why they talk really loud. And they're starting to really voice their opinion and voice their, their ideas and their desires. And they kind of leave everybody else in the dust. And the last couple of weeks, especially, has been ramped up pretty high with Cameron asking and asking and asking and asking. So here I can hardly walk. I go and pick him up after school. And he's like, how are you doing? I said, well, I didn't sleep very well last night. I'm, my back is really sore. I'm really tired. And he goes, oh, and then he goes, can you take me to the store so I can go play magic? And I'm like, no. He goes, well, you could sit in the car. And I'm like, no, right? And so with that not thinking about other people, it's very frustrating to be around him sometimes because he's very self-absorbed. And so again, loss of control. Well, when you're looking at change and this new earth that is starting to settle, think of it as this energy, like this energy dust, like the dust has all been stirred up or it's coming down onto the earth. And now we're in kind of this dust storm and we're waiting for the dust to settle. And we're in this energy shift. And here's the thing. You can either go with it or you can get swept up by it and feel the resistance from it. It's like a river. You can either get into the river and sit back and relax and let the river take you downstream. Or you can get in the river and go the other way, but, but you're going to feel that current and that resistance, right? You're going to feel the swiftness of the world around you. And that resistance creates more blocks for us. It creates these, these patterns that stop our energy flow, where you just dig your heels in and you're like, I'm not going. So if you're listening to this still, you are knowing that change is happening. You are knowing that something is shifting or even just at this subconscious level, you are wanting change to happen. There is something that's going on in your life that you have been dealing with for a number of times or a number of months or years maybe and you're like, I'm ready for change. I'm ready for change. I'm sick and it probably didn't happen at a, a conscious level, but I'm ready for something to shift and change. And as you are sensing that there's a shift happening, I'm going to encourage you to explore the actual change that you're looking for. Even if you just ask yourself, I know that there's something happening, I'm listening to these podcasts or I'm a part of these groups because I'm looking for something. I'm looking for change to happen. I'm looking for something to improve an area of my life, something specific or vague or broad. You know, I want my relationships to get deeper. I want to make more money. I want to be happier. Or it's I want out of this job or I want out of this relationship, or I want this thing to change in my life. Whatever, if it's broad or if it's specific, it's, it doesn't matter. But what change do I want to have happen? What do I want to see improve in my life? What is causing me stress or strife? What is, what is causing me to feel inadequate or not worthy or not good enough? And how can I change that thing? What can I do? And if the world is shifting, do I want to go with it or do I want to resist it? And as you're resisting, know that that is what creates, that, that wreaks havoc on your subtle body 
on your energy system, and then it creates all of this strife in your, in your physical body. It gets blocked. I mean, think of the hose. That stuff is clogged in there, and it builds this pressure in the hose, and the hose, enough pressure, it's going to expand that hose, and eventually it's going to burst. You're going to feel it on your physical body. How many of you have back pain? Well, in that back pain, how many of you have financial struggles? That's what back pain is. That's where it's stuck in the hose. How many of you have heart issues, whether it's heartburn or indigestion or have had a heart attack or any kind of heart issue? How many of you, as you're looking there, how many of you have had relationship issues that you really, really love this person, but you just can't seem to work it out with them? I remember in times a long time ago when I was going through some relationship struggles, I would always have this acid reflux <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? You know, like right now, cause I have, I need one more thing to deal with. Well, that's my body telling me that heart chakra needs some attention. Your body has all of the answers. We just don't pay attention. We don't always know where to look for those answers. But I will tell you this too, this Sunday, this coming Sunday, I'm starting a very brand new sister circle. And it's called Sister Circle of Support. And it's about helping our sisters. It's about helping you. If you're listening to this, I hope you're deciding to join us. And I've said this on a couple of podcasts now, I think, that uh, if you want to be a part of this group, is you can become a member of our group Chakras for Beginners. And then from in there, you can send, or you could go right to the Meditation Room TC, and you can message us and say, I heard your podcast. I want to be a part of this group. I want to be a part of your sister circle, or I want to be a part of the private group, and then I'll send you a link to the group. The circles are starting to form now, and we're starting to build this momentum. And we're going to be meeting at various days and times to try to meet all of the time zones and all of the needs of the women that are in this group, because I have a, I have a pretty broad range of scheduling times that I can meet and I can hold these calls, but I think that it's important that if it's something that you want to be a part of to help you shift your energy, then please consider joining us because it's going to be a beautiful thing as we grow together and learn from each other how we can best make this change happen. And the first month is November that we're going to be talking and meeting in different formats is we're going to be talking about self-care. We're going to be talking about putting yourself first in your life. Because if you're not first, there's, there's nothing that you are offering the rest, of the, the rest of the people in your life. So one of the things I was listening to uh, this lady, this podcast, is doing the things that bring you joy. So she's very um, focused on women entrepreneurs, which is why I listen to her, because I'm a woman and I'm an entrepreneur, is to focus on the things that bring you joy. If you don't want to be doing this part of your business, then don't do it or allow someone else to do it or don't put so much energy into it. But if you want to be doing this other thing and it brings you joy, do that more often. That's going to help you to be less resistant and it's going to allow you to move into a place of clarity in your life. It's also raising your vibration so it increases pretty much everything in your life that you could even think of. It increases your health, it improves your health, it improves your relationships, it improves your, your calm and your peace and just your love for life. And I think it's really important, and we're going to be talking about that on the call, is finding your joy and, and using that to create more self-care 
which then ultimately will turn into self-love. So I hope that this today's podcast has inspired you in some fashion. And if you are moved to do some form of action, I'm going to encourage you to do that. And I don't know what that could be if it's I'm going to resign from my job and I'm going to take this other job that I have an offer. If it's about packing up and leaving a relationship that just is not working for you, then I'm going to suggest that you take some of that action. I'm going to suggest you come up with a plan and come up with the next couple of steps that move you closer to your joy. If you like this episode and look forward to future episodes, please consider making a small monthly donation to help support this podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're looking for a community to join and want more access to me, please join my online community where I offer other resources for your transformational journey. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. The Meditation Room TC is our online store where we offer products and services for your meditation needs. Thank you.